0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to the fourth episode of the Gate 6 podcast. I am your co-host, Max. On Skype with me is my other co-host, Nate. Nate,
1: how you doing? What's going on? What's going on, everyone? Right.
0: Yankees fresh off a sweep. We've won 11 of our last 13. We're feeling good. Fun podcast. We're ready. You're ready. Let's do it. last 13 games they just swept the Giants we haven't done a recording since the two game sweep of the Red Sox so since then there's been the four game set with Kansas City the four game set with the Angels and the three games with the Giants so we have a lot to recap Nate how you doing
1: I'm doing good in terms of the Yankees uh, part of my life it's been a very fun week Yanks went six and one but today today is Sunday April 28th the Islanders played game two of their second-round playoffs versus the Carolina Hurricanes and lost 2-1 in a very frustrating game. So it was like a bittersweet day for me today. You know, a kind of good Yankees win, bad Islanders sure loss. So. Yeah. But, but I'm, I'm happy for the Yankees. So. Can't, I, think can't be I,
0: mentioned, so I think I mentioned on the last episode that like, the whole rest of my family is like really hardcore Islanders fans because they grew up right by Nassau Coliseum, and I really don't follow hockey that much. But I'll tune in for the playoffs when the Islanders or Rangers are playing. So as someone who turned in for the last, like, 32 seconds of the Islanders game <laughs> today, it was a very heart-wrenching loss. Um, <laughs> that, that but was. I was thinking about this the other day because um, I was reading in the post about the Islanders, and I was – so I realized that, like, I root for the Islanders and Rangers both. I'm, like, I'll watch in the playoffs. I get excited when they're doing well, and, like, I don't see a problem with that. But then anytime I talk to someone who's like, yeah, I'm a Yankees fan, oh my God, I hate it. Even Giants and Jets, Knicks and Nets, I hate yeah. it when anybody does on any of this sport. It, it ticks me off so much. And then I do the same thing in hockey. I'm like, I don't care, it's fine.
1: Go Islanders.
0: go Islanders. Yeah. Also, since we last recorded, my Nets got bounced by the Sixers for playoffs. Yeah. Tough series. Um... Joel Embiid should have been ejected from Game 2. That was a garbage, flagrant foul, and I think that would have changed the whole course of the series if the Sixers had lost that game, which they probably would have if Embiid came out. Uh, I'm ready for the offseason. Give me Kevin Durant. Bring back Angela Russell.
1: Slow your roll. KD's coming to
0: the Knicks. No, KD's coming.
1: Let's be honest. You guys have
0: Kyrie and mess up your locker room. We'll take KD. Yeah, I was... uh, I'm kind of like... Like obviously, I'm upset that the Nets got that the Nets got bounced from the playoffs, but it's kind of like I had so much of my sports stress going towards two teams at once, and now it's like, all right, I get like I get to be upset and excited about the Yankees, and I don't have to focus like I don't have to balance that out with any other teams. Like we're all in on the Yankees. Let's go. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that way, relieving is not the right word,
1: <laughs> well, well, Giants um, this week may have stressed you out a little more. I think Jones. So, yeah, you know.
0: I wasn't able to watch the draft because Passover was this weekend, so like I'll talk during the episode, I missed uh, I missed almost all of the Royal series except for the first game, which I was at. I missed the last game of the Angel series and the first two games of the Giants series. Um, and then I, what's it called? I found out the next morning about the Daniel Jones pick, and I was like, alright, so I guess, you know, someone took Haskins before them. What, did the Raiders grab him? And then I was like, Haskins slipped to 15 yep. to the Redskins and the Giants passed on him? I don't know. There are these reports that teams would have taken Jones before 17 if the Giants waited until then. Right. I, I
1: mean, and if so that happened, then they would have lost both Haskins and Jones, which would have been that bad situation. So, I mean... Yeah. Look, uh,
0: we haven't seen the guy play yet, so I'm going to cut him a little slack, and I'm not going to write him off immediately, but... exactly. I'm going into it with a little bit of doubt in the back of my mind, and yes. uh, this gentleman here. All right, all right. On to the team that's actually doing well, the, so, uh, the Yankees. So, as we said, they just swept the Giants. Uh, this afternoon's game. I kind of wish we played at AT and T Park, or it's not called AT and T Park; it's called Oracle. And how about I'm calling AT and T? It's a really nice stadium.
1: It's very yeah, be like beautiful. aesthetically yeah, I like nice. It. You got um, the water and right. You got the big like uh, glove and left. Yeah, I like, I like it.
0: The dimensions are just weird though. The dimensions throw me off. Yeah, like, it is very weird. You got a, a short, bed, but it like right center is really deep. Yeah, and it's four twenty one back low. there. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Um, it's all just like the grass, like the like the like. It seems like there's so much more outfield grass than there is at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I, I, which, I feel
1: that. I don't know
0: if that's my unfamiliarity with the stadium or if it's actually like that, but...
1: Yeah, it's interesting. It's also where we have so many birds. Like, in the ninth inning, yeah. we saw shadows of birds just circling in the field waiting yeah. for, like, food, you know, to pick
0: up. And at the end of <laughs> the game... Does.
1: Yeah. And then at yeah. the end
0: of the game, all the seagulls come over, and they're ready to eat yeah. whatever's yeah. there. Why would you want to eat that? All the stuff they have in California is, like, vegan. Why do the birds want that?
1: <laughs> exactly. I know, game, exactly, yeah. to
0: pick up, like... The hot dogs and peanuts Salads. much better. Yeah, time. yeah, um, yeah. Herman pitched pretty well today. I was pretty satisfied with it. Um, gave up the line. His line isn't gonna look good because he had a really. I think it was the sixth inning. He pitched really badly. He gave up four runs. Uh, he had some unlucky. He had. A, he gave up a bunch of hard hit balls, but he had some that just snuck through here and there. Altogether. I would call it an encouraging start by Herman, even though the line is probably as worse of the season so far because for the first five innings he was untouchable.
1: Yeah, and I feel like as pitchers gain a big lead, it's just only natural for them to kind of relax more <laughs> than they would so in a zero zero tie game. So I mean, yeah, he went six innings, five hits, four and runs, one walk and four strikeouts. But to the first five he was five hits, shut up all. So I like the stuff. I agree with you. Is it, That's his fourth win of the year? He's 4-1 now? I think so. Yeah, so he's really rolling. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I like what I see from him.
0: Yeah. Uh, the offense did its job yet again. Obviously, LeMay, and Urshela got hurt, but the initial reports seem to say that they're going to come back fine. We'll get into that more later. But, man, Voit keeps hitting. Gary had a huge series. Glaber... Ugh, it's really good to see. Um, all these guys I mean, are, yeah. are really embracing the next man up mentality. Of with each injury, it's like, all right, let's go. Urshela, Estrada, Talkman, Ford, Mabin Now,
1: right, yeah, and with those guys, Estrada, Mabin, and I guess Wade, you can put them in there, or definitely, Wade you know, like, like like they bring in these this new dimension to the the offense with speed, contacts, and. You saw it today with Estrada still base late in the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Although it was, you know, not close in the end. If it's a, you know, 1-1 game, 2-1 game, or a close game, and the Yankees have a man at first, again second, second, you know, even, like, a couple times through the year. But, like, you saw it against the Angels, the stole still second, which uh, led to the go-ahead head run by LeMahieu. Yeah. Um, You know, I just like seeing that speed, which the Yankees aren't really known for doing.
0: Well, the Yankees aren't enough for doing it, but the the Rail Riders, which is our team that we have out there right now, is is a really good small ball team. So right, really I guess team. yeah.
1: Right now with this roster, it's basically the Rail Riders. So yeah,
0: I saw a tweet today that was funny. That was like, man, the Triple A team is gonna be so good when they get all these players back.
1: <laughs> like yeah, man, exactly.
0: Um, like Tyler Wade is gonna go down there and be like the MVP of the of Triple A.
1: <laughs> right, and you know, you get like you know a shallow go down, talkman even. Yeah. You know, hit, you know, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see. a crazy win streak. Yeah. Um. But I, I think I've I always wondered is like in the minors, like in AAA, like how different is the pitching than in the majors?
0: I don't know, because like, in I feel like the level of competition among the teams is the same because it's all these guys that are like almost there but not quite there yet. Yeah. But you also of course, always yeah. have players who are like, you know, rehabbing and whatnot. Right, that's true. Yeah. It's like a combination of guys who just came up from AA and guys who are almost at the major
1: league level. Right. Yeah. Um yeah, that makes sense, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um Herman pitched really well today and then Paxton started the first game of the series, right? Yep, first game. And then who pitched yesterday? It was Hap.
1: Hap and then Herman today, yep. yeah.
0: Yeah. It was so weird seeing Hap get that pinch hit appearance today. It really threw me off. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I, mean, like, I mean,
1: he made contact.
0: He made contact. He hit a decent contact. ground ball to second. It was like, at first I was confused by it, but the logic kind of makes sense. It's like you wanna have, you can't really use Ford there because he's your last bench player other than Romine, and you need Romine for if, uh, for if Gary gets hurt or whatever. So. I don't know. I don't know how NL teams do that every day. and Their rosters are constructed differently, I guess. But NL baseball is so dumb. I've never understood. How yeah, I, I don't like it. that they enjoy watching pitchers hit in the name of strategy. It's not a matter of strategy. It's a matter of you get one less out every two or three innings to work with, and that the baseball isn't as fun to watch. Yeah, it's.
1: I mean, Ugh. I I don't understand why they don't change the AL's rules. I mean. I feel like the fans will enjoy it more. The, the managers will have an easier time making the lineup, and not you know, because with the pitcher hits in the corner of the game, you gotta get a pinch hitter, then like the double switch sometimes, or it gets crazy. I don't know how they do it every day, as you said. So
0: I read an article. Welcome back. Yeah, I read an article a while ago in the Wall Street Journal, I think, about how some of the strongest supporters of getting the DH in the NL are NL relief pitchers because NL relievers get injured, like, significantly more than AL relievers, and part of the reason for that is probably because they have to warm up and sit down so many times, and the manager tell them, okay, warm up until this time, and then sit him down, and it really throws them off because they have to see, are they going to pinch hit for the pitcher this inning? When are they going to come in? Like, it's What's not like they well. say, okay, you're coming in after this inning. Um, right, that makes sense, yeah. yeah the players' tough. union definitely doesn't like that. But you know, we didn't yeah. have any injuries to our pitchers this series when I thought we definitely would, but we still have two more games coming up. So in yeah, and out yeah, ballpark. Up. So yep. fingers crossed.
1: Hopefully exactly fingers crossed. Yeah.
0: Um what do you think of Maven from what you saw of him? Daddy's-
1: I mean, he um t- today's game he uh, pinch hit I think at two at bats, had a
0: yeah.
1: had a two RBI double. Yeah. Um so that was good. He also made some nice contact in his first few games with the Yankees. I thought it was like a basically no-risk signing. If he doesn't pan out well with the Yankees, whatever. If he yeah. does, great, good depth, veteran presence in the clubhouse. All good mm-hmm. stuff there.
0: Definitely. I've I've, not, I've never loved or hated Cameron Maven, but I respected him. He's a good player. He was on the Angels for a while, the Tigers. He was supposed to be so good when he was on – when he was on, like, the Marlins at the start of his career, he was supposed to be, like...
1: Yeah, he was hyped next, up, yeah.
0: He was supposed to be the next great, like, speedy contact-hitting center fielder. He's had a nice career. He just didn't pan out the way he was really supposed to. Yeah. But okay, I agree with home. you. I like the signing. There's no real downside to it. Um, I mean, look, for all we know, he's the next or and, you know, we're looking at him, and he's a huge piece of the run. But, uh... Man, the fact that he's replacing Frazier is really brutal because we've had, we haven't had we have had a chance to talk about the Judge or Frazier injuries yet, obviously. If you're listening to this New York Yankees fan, you know that Aaron Judge is going to miss a significant portion of the season, probably. Where's your mind at how long Judge is going to be out? I'm thinking two months. I think we'll get him out of the i was, break.
1: I, I'm thinking around that, too, especially with Judge. They're going to be very cautionary and take that their time good. with him. No rushing him back. So even if he's like ninety percent there, he won't play for another week or two to make yeah, sure yeah. nothing else happens in the big push towards, you know, the middle and the end of the season.
0: Definitely. I think um the Yankees for so long have like really like the estimates that they give to the fans about when their players are gonna be back, like, never end up being accurate. Like when Judge got hurt last year and they said he'll be out for three weeks. I remember we were at camp and Ben Rosen, who's a counselor there, big mess fan, came up to me and he said, I don't know if you heard, Judge got hurt last night, and I wanted to find you as quickly as I could. And <laughs> I was like, Nate, you're not going to believe this. Judge is hurt. But they said three, weeks. I was like, all right, he'll be back by the time we get back from camp. And then he was out for like two months. Yeah, um, so. <laughs> so, and then, what was it? It was the burden. And then he missed like until mid-August of right. 2017. Um, I don't know if that's... Like in like them being bad at evaluating player injuries, or maybe it's like they don't want to give other teams leverage in trades by saying like if they say, Oh, Judge is gonna be out for three weeks versus two months, then the teams might say, Okay, well if judge is out for two months, you really need our player badly.
1: Right. So, it makes them a little desperate, right, yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Um I'm not so concerned about the Frazier injury. I think he's gonna be back in I think a week half, and a half, too. yeah. Yeah, a week and a half because uh, they said he'll be back in 10-14 days, so I'm not too concerned about that. Um, The fact that he played through, like, because like, after that game, I, w- I stayed up to watch that entire 14-inning game that went until, like, almost 3 a.m. That was a ridiculous game. Um, But, like, he stayed that game, and after the game, he was like, yeah, it's fine. I'd be very surprised if I'm sitting. And the next day, he didn't play, and I was like, alright, it's precautionary. It's fine. And then the next day, he didn't play again, and I was like, alright, what's going on here? And they said, yeah, it's not a sprain. he like tore a little bit of muscle i was like oh he played through that wow
1: right yeah that's it pretty impressive
0: yeah i uh i respect him a lot he people said people got on him for you know not having done much yet and you know you know boasting and all that but i appreciate it and i think he's he's definitely establishing himself as part of the yankees core yeah for sure
1: Um, um yeah,
0: but the definite the definite main injury is Judge. I don't know if they're gonna go out there and like acquire anyone else. I'm personally pretty comfortable with them just going because Stanton's coming back soon and Fraser's coming back soon. And other than that, they have they have Gardner, they have Hicks is going to be back eventually. They have uh, Talkman, they have Mabin. I think with the guys they have right now, they can make do. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean those injuries kind of came at a good time. Like I mean, it's never a good time, but at a, the best time possible because they played some pretty, you know, not great teams in the past couple of weeks, um, and I, I'd rather them get hurt now than in September, obviously. Absolutely. Um. So yeah, I think they can definitely ride with this crew, um, and not do terribly as they've shown in the last, you know, twelve games, ten and two. Floodwater. Right, and right now they, their head is way above water. They're not even close to drowning. So, I mean, <laughs> so I mean, if they can play decent the next week, two weeks, get a couple of key guys back, they're looking good. I mean, I'm happy with right now. These guys are like, as you said earlier, you know, next man up mentality. So they're trying to prove themselves to the organization, to the major leagues that they can hit here or they can pitch, whatever. So... I like their attitude. I like their approach to the game, and so far, so good.
0: Absolutely. Um, we obviously know like next to nothing yet about Lemayhew and Urshela. Kind of going into the mindset of neither of them are gonna miss more than like two games. Maybe Urshela's a little more serious. It seems like Lemayhew they expect to play the next because they have an off day tomorrow and they expect Lemayhew to play on Monday, and then Urschella their way, Like Urschella's X-rays came back negative, but I don't know. We'll see.
1: I mean, I'm sure it'll be up for a couple games.
0: That, yeah. That,
1: that, that can't feel good on the hand, so.
0: Yeah. I think on the
1: hitter, that's the worst place to get hit, besides the head. It's the hand.
0: We got some other really good news this week, which was that Andujar is expected back next week. That's crazy. Yeah, that was, I,
1: I was mind-boggled by that.
0: I was so sure. I didn't know if he was going to miss the, the whole season. I was like, 50% chance he misses the whole season. I said, I don't think we're getting him back until the All-Star break. You know... April twenty eighth, saying you know he's a few days away was never within my line of vision. I just hope they're not rushing him back too fast. Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, I mean, I think obviously uh, probably DH basically every game. Yeah. If he, if he comes back this soon, but I was thinking like he'll come back when you know DD and Severino may come back around that time. Yeah. Lot time you know slot and not you know early May. So, yeah. No. That's a very good surprise, but hopefully him it doesn't almost lead. D-
0: yeah. The idea of de-aging him almost made, like, too much sense. For a while, it was, like, Urshela's playing really good defense at third. And or, defense has never been good. And, you know, it's easier on his, his uh, shoulder to de-age him. But now that Urshela's hurt, he might— I mean, we don't know for sure when Urshela's going to be back, and we don't know when exactly what day is going to be back. So hopefully it'll all work out fine. But de-aging him is definitely something I can get behind.
1: Right. I, the I only question
0: for you. Okay. let's hear.
1: All right, so let's say it's playoffs. Everyone's healthy, let's just assume, even though that won't be true.
0: That's a big assumption.
1: (laughs) Yeah, let's assume this. Um, But playoff time, you know, you got a bigger roster, obviously. Mm -hmm. And would you keep Urshela in that roster? Absolutely. Okay, I agree. For defense, Um, obviously. Yeah,
0: I definitely think Urshela is going to be on the roster. He probably only for defensive purposes, but we'll see. The point where it gets complicated is saying, oh, you can just DH Andujar is when everyone gets back healthy, you're going to have five healthy, capable outfielders. You're going to have Stanton, Judge, Gardner, Hicks, and Frazier. And then Talkman and Maven could stick around, but I don't see those guys being on the roster come August. But, you know, with this team, you never know. But when those five outfielders are back, one of those guys, there's probably going to be some kind of rotation going on with them, because you're not going to sit Frazier, you're not sitting Judge, not sitting Hicks, maybe you said Gardner, but he's been hot of late. Um, not sitting Stanton. So there's probably going to be some rotation with those three guys taking up the three outfield spots and DH spot, with one of them sitting every five days. I would think that's what they're going to do, but then that kind of means Anduhar can't really DH, you kind of have to put him at third. So I don't know how Urshela works his way in there. Yeah. Um, even like, I know it sounds crazy. Like Lemayhew, we came into the season like he didn't start on opening day. He came into the season. I was like, I don't know how they're going to get him starts when we have like Urshela, Andujar, Torres, Lemayhew, Didi, all those guys. I don't know how all those guys are going to get, you know, at bats. It's a good problem to have. And again, I don't want to play the right. whole, whole. I don't want to play the whole. What do you do when X happens? Game because. Things work themselves. I've said this so many times that we came into the season and Wade wasn't on the opening day roster because we thought we had a surplus of outfielders and everything worked itself out. So everything's definitely going to work itself out. There's going to be some thing that comes up that makes it all work or someone will go to the minors or get traded for something. Um, But yeah, to answer your question, I definitely think Urshela is on the playoff roster.
1: And do you think that the Yankees have the staff to win a World Series? with Severino healthy. pitching staff yeah pitching staff. Absolutely. Uh, I would say yeah
0: I'll, say, I'll yeah. say it right now I'm saying it on air I don't want Madison Bumgarner I do not want him agreed to that line. his line I didn't since I wasn't watching I didn't get to see the eye test like I didn't get to see yep. like how he looked like what his stamina was out there on the mound his line really didn't look good obviously because he didn't pitch well I was writing an article, for those of you listeners who don't know, I write for a Yankees website called Unhinged Yankees. You should all check it out. And I wrote an article on potential trade deadline targets like a week and a half ago. And one of the guys that I mentioned was Bumgarner. And in researching you know him, I realized, I think it was from 2011 through 2016, six straight seasons, which were like his first six in the majors. I, like he came up in 2010, but I don't think he played. I think his rookie season was 2011. In those six – no, that's not true because he pitched in the World Series in 2010. But uh, he didn't start the year on the roster. Anyways, his first – from 11 through 16, which were like his first six full years, he pitched at least 31 games every season. Then in 17 and 18, he pitched, I think it was like 16 and 17 games each season, which is a major red flag. He's had injuries. He's on the decline. He's just not as good of a pitcher as he used to be. And because of the name and the fact that he like represents San Francisco's franchise – they're not they're like they're not giving him up cheap, and he's not like I'm more confident in Jonathan Lawise than I am in Madison Bumgarner to start a game right now.
1: I mean, yeah, and also the Yankees have made this mistake numerous times where they sign some old big name veteran, yeah, basically burnt out like Carlos Beltran, Kevin Uchilus,
0: Kevin Uchilus,
1: even Brian McCann maybe in that category, and they kind they sign him to you know a couple years, yeah, give him some money, but they really do nothing for the Yankees, and it's. A waste of a spot, basically. Well, and baseball really be... as a
0: whole, yeah. Baseball as a whole is trending in this direction, which is a good direction, of you play you you of you pay a player for what they're going to do for you, not what they've done in the past. Right. Which, I mean, look at Bumgarner. I don't think he's doing much for you anymore. Like, don't get me wrong, but Madison Bumgarner starting a game. I can go into a confidence that I'm going to win. I can probably name, when healthy, I can probably name at least six Yankee starting pitchers I would rather, rather than Madison Bumgarner.
1: At this point, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I mean, yes, he had that great World Series run. He's been great in the past, but that's the past. And the Yankees Mm -hmm. aren't going to get his past self most likely. So, yeah, Yeah. what's the point Um, of getting that? Him. I was excited for CeCe's
0: start because I thought we were going to see him get 3,000. Do you think – so he's starting. He's pitching again on – is he pitching? He's pitching Monday, I think. Or no, we're off Monday. Off Monday, yeah. I think Tuesday night. Or it's like our last 10 p.m. or of, of yes this no I think it's at nine
1: o'clock Eastern or Eastern.
0: it's it's 9:40 I think so okay so it be, yeah, it's a late nighter yes yeah, um o'clock. I didn't love the 10 p.m. games but there's kind of like this culture surrounding them it's like it's fun you stay up late you watch the Yankees um kind so, of relates so like, that a little you <laughs> yeah
1: but yeah this won't yeah. get ended, like, at like two a.m. I forgot yeah, was, it was the but... 14-inch one. That was ridiculous. Oh, right, <laughs> obviously. Just dragged on. I'm like, Yankees, finish it off. I go to yeah.
0: Yankees. And then because it was like Urshela had hit the hit it, or it a sack fly thing. They gave them the lead in like the 12th. And I was like, all right, this is it. And then Chapman comes in and blows. No. And I was like, oh, <laughs> we're doing this again. <laughs> I'm like, okay.
1: I love baseball.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, you and I are going to be in Israel this summer, and we're going to be watching plenty of 2 a.m. So.
1: I better PM get some stamina. Yeah. So get excited for that. Get some stamina. We've yeah, done exactly. a lot of bus rides. But the, the, the good thing is, like, the game's at one o'clock Eastern. It's like eight o'clock p.m. Yeah, but there games. Games we can make work. So that, that's um, very doable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, two a.m.
0: <laughs> I think we're kind of gonna like. I would be surprised if we didn't see CC get three thousand in this next start against the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks aren't a great hitting team. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Only thing is like CC stuff is obviously a lot slower. It's still good stuff. He still you know has his location down, but I think yeah, but he can't really get swings and misses and blow hitters away anymore like he used to, obviously. So Um, I mean, I I think he'll get. He needs three more strikeouts, right? He got three last time. uh, Yeah, Uh, two nine nine seven. Right. So I think he'll get it pretty easily.
0: Uh, We didn't talk much about the Royal Series, but I didn't watch three of those games, and the only game that I was at, they lost. Which yeah. was the you were as there. as was I. I was, uh, yep.
1: Pretty rough game to be at, not going to lie.
0: Yeah, it was. I mean, I was there the night before for Gardner's Grand Slam. So right, was, so
1: that kind of, you know, the two games. It's like, all right, we
0: can we can lose this one. But, yeah, that loss didn't bother me a ton. I didn't get why they went to Holder before they went to Canely. It was like. It was 1-1, and then they brought in Holder, and he gave up a couple runs, and then they went to Canely. I was like, why wouldn't you just go to Canely in the first place? Yeah,
1: right, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, but, I mean, they took three of four in that series, so it ended up fine. That's fine, yep. I missed Austin Roman being the
1: walk-off hero. That would That was a- good, yeah. He, he had a nice right center, almost got out. Yeah. Google, like by 20 or 20 feet short. Was um, that the same game the judge got hurt, or was that the day after? That I was, think. let me think. I think it was Man. the same day.
0: We can't let Judge get injured, to play against the Royals anymore. Every time he does it, Honestly,
1: definitely... yeah. like We had Jake Junis last year on the hand. This year we got the oblique strain. Who knows what's next? Uh, you know.
0: Brian Hoke just tweeted that Luke Voigt has been using Miguel Anduhar's bat since the last homestand. And he <laughs> really? said, oh, There's a lot of hits in it. So <laughs> hopefully <laughs> when Andujar comes back, he There'll be more Voigt hits left. Bat. Uh, so we could keep that up. Anyways, all right, Nate, you got anything else? Let me
1: think. Um. Oh, so I started writing for a blog. Mm-hmm. Um, started spreading the news. Blog, if you want to check it out? Also, check out unhingedkeys.com. Of course. Um, very
0: cool. I didn't know you're writing for a blog. Yeah, started like
1: started la- a couple of days ago. Um, wrote a couple of articles. I I enjoyed a lot. It's a good way to see in my future, if this is you know an option, which I think it is. I mean, me, me, Max. If we can be like you know like the Brian Hook.
0: Yeah, Brian Hook like, and Eric Boland, Brendan buddy like,
1: That would be These the are guys. guys. Yeah. Um. Hopefully it happens. That'd be sick. But we'll see. Um. But remember the giveaway on Twitter. Giveaways on Twitter. Tanaka
0: game used jersey card. We're still at sixty-one followers on there, so we're not giving it away until we get to three hundred. So, pick up your phone. You know, grab five. Easy. Her. I'll steal this joke from Talking Yanks. They said, "Take five other people's phones and subscribe them to Talking Yanks." So I'll say, "Take five of your friends' phones and have them follow us and retweet that tweet." Or maybe t- don't have them retweet that tweet because then it ruins your chances to win. But or just take make
1: like ten and accounts.
0: Yeah, make. If somebody 10, wants 20, to make, if somebody wants to make two hundred Twitter accounts and follow us two hundred times.
1: Then you probably will win the giveaway as well. So. You have a
0: solid chance of winning the giveaway, but yeah. if you have that much time on your hands,
1: uh, <laughs> <might be laughs> <a good laughs> I, I understand. <laughs> Anyways,
0: uh, two game what do we have coming up? We have a two game set against well, off day tomorrow, then two games in Arizona against the Diamondbacks, and then we come home for a homestand. That's exciting. That
1: time. We, we have the twins.
0: three against the Twins, then four against the Mariners, and then we go. Big oh, we, have, we face the Rays. We haven't faced the Rays yet this year. The Rays are rolling, man. Tyler Glasnow, was feel of the Year in my fantasy
1: draft. You have him oh. He's great. He's like 6'9. He's like, like Rain Johnson, but right here. Yeah.
0: He's really that good. Um, I can't, but like, man, the Rays got screwed over. Or, no, not the Rays, the Pirates got screwed Pirates, over.
1: Pirates, yeah. Austin Meadows and Sarker Glass now. And,
0: and t- Shane Baz, who's going to be good in a few years. Oh, not good for them. Anyways. Uh, or us, Thank or you. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll see. Yeah, Anyways, right. thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Listen, rate, review, subscribe, comment, tell your friends. Do everything you can. Retweet, follow, Instagram, Twitter. At Gatex Podcast. I'm at Max oh. Saber. Nate, drop your Twitter.
1: Uh, right, here we go. At Nate Herman 27. Nate Herman go follow 27. that. It's not changing unless it's 28 this fall. It's
0: not changing unless Nate feels like it. All <laughs>
1: right. right.
0: <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Thank go you very Yankees. Much. All right. Peace. <laughs>